Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. The American Institute of Architects launches its fourth annual film challenge as of June 21st as part of the American Institute of Architects Blueprint for Better Campaign, an initiative that highlights the collaborative work of architects and civic leaders to solve some of the biggest issues facing cities today. AIA is launching its film challenge along with the premiere of its new film, Caño Martín Piña, a blueprint for better, which depicts the rebuilding efforts of an architect and a community leader in Puerto Rico following last year's devastating Hurricane Maria that left three million people without power. And this is a, this is a fantastic, just for a, from what I've seen of what I saw online regarding this um, Blueprint for or actually Blueprint for Better, it is a really remarkable program, and we're fortunate to have with us today the creative producer as well as one of the at-large directors for American Institute of Architects, and that would be Peter Exley. Peter, welcome to Film School. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Well, tell us a little bit more about sort of the the genesis of this uh, blueprint for better, where it came from, your in your involvement in it. Well, I, I'm one of the volunteer uh, members of the the national board of the AIA, and I, I chair the public outreach committee. One of the initiatives we've hatched has been this blueprint for better, uh, and the purpose of that you know, that there are many layers to it. Architects are great storytellers. We're involved with communities. And um, one of the things that we've really been working very hard on is is engagement with civic leadership and influencers. So um, getting architects to the table as inventive and um, problem solvers early on in the project. Um, and we're trying to help mayors, for instance, uh, with creative solutions to the things that keep them up at night. So it could be issues of resilience, it could be issues of homelessness, and uh, you know, the, the multitude of challenges that you face as a civic leader in a city. Mm-hmm. And um, our architects and what we do with the built environment uh, is, is very much a part of that. And so we've been trying to uh, think about ways to create blueprints for better cities and better communities. Yeah. It is true. I think as I've grown older, I've become to truly appreciate the interaction that we have with our environment. And and as a result of that, really started to more closely examine what it means to have buildings and, and infrastructure that is amenable to my needs and to my and to my aspirations, and that's one of the things that I've come to appreciate about architects is this: there, it's a unique set of skills to be able to integrate a lot of different disciplines into what you do, at the, at, at a very high level. Yeah. Uh, how would you yeah. describe what I'm trying to describe in terms of what an architect, when he sits down, or he or she sits down, at, and to, to to design a building or maybe a an apartment complex or an office complex. What is the different disciplines that you're trying to bring into that process? 
Yeah, there's, there's a pragmatic side, obviously. How do we fit everything into a space? How do we coordinate building systems? How do we heat it and cool it? Um, that, that kind of stuff, I'll just say, and hopefully, you know, I think most of the buildings that you go in, they perform well, and this is something that architects, uh, you know, just take in their stride. But if you take, um, for instance, a school building, um, how do we make that? school a safe and nurturing place how do we help children and teachers um, attain um, excellence in 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 their career or life goals how do we help them test better how do we um, help the orchestra perform better give them a great space and then there's a lot more sort of intangible right. aspect of that um, so you know there's a pragmatic and sort of an inspirational quality and um you know the the lengthy training that architects engage in um it helps prepare us for for um, creating those solutions those blueprints for better and i would put it in in the ways that i interact with my space how i would put it is uh when you walk into a building or a complex it's almost immediate. It's a visceral reaction to to your environment often. And you can tell, I can tell, when a, a, a building is well-designed or when, when whatever I'm walking into is well-designed because there's, a, there's sort of an inv- inviting, there's an invitation if in, a well, <laughs> in a well-made building or a complex, yeah. an invitation to explore, an invitation to interact with. Uh, and then when you walk into a building that isn't that way, it feels oppressive. It feels it feels cold. It feels so. There there's the there, you, the functionality of it as you described it, and then there is this kind of visceral reaction, yeah. which I'm sure as an architect you derive a tremendous amount of joy when you feel that when you walk into a building. You understand it as better than most would. But is is that a, am I? Yeah, no, no, it's the commitment and the obligation and the the responsibility that architects thrive on. And, you know, the way you describe it, when you arrive at a building, do you feel welcome? Do you instinctively know where to go? Or, um, you know, these are things that um, the environment can help um, trigger your your responses in a very positive way. Do you feel comfortable? Are there nice views out of this building as if you're in a workplace? um, you know, does it help me be more productive? Yeah. Do I like the view out the window? Uh, the nice qualities of light, right. and and you can start to look at these things not just in uh, uh, subjective ways, but you know there are lots of studies that um, um, prove that you are more productive in in your workplace or in your environment when you are exposed to things like natural light yeah. and the outdoors. Well, and the reason I'm talking, I'm focusing on just sort of the role of an architect in our society is because through through what you do, you you are on the ground in so many ways. Uh, you're in the environment of the of the world we live in in ways that others aren't. So that's why something like a blueprint for a better campaign, when it comes along, and then this for this Cano Martin Pena film, yeah. you're seeing how. That translates into the betterment of a of a situation that was horrific, 
the aftermath yeah. of Hurricane Maria, how coming in and working with the community, working with its leaders, and working in a way that uh, maintains some of the cultural integrity as well as brings to bear what they need in, in light of what they're dealing with. So the film really does a great job of highlighting what that is, um, as well as the homelessness issues that we're dealing with here in Los Angeles, another film that I saw through Blueprint for a Better, for Better, and how all of these things are just so vitally important. So let's focus again on that particular. That's why you're here is to talk about yep. filmmaking and people who can be a, a part of this. It is the, the challenge is now open and it will run through August 27th for filmmakers listening to the sound of our voices will be able to um, submit their, their their films. So uh, describe that process for, for our filmmakers. Well, ideally, um, you know, this is like many things in the world of architecture. These are collaborations. Mm -hmm. And so the object is to pair filmmakers and architects um, to to tell their stories. And, you know, you you describe the film uh, made by Miles Kramer that was last year's grand prize winner on the Skid Row Housing Trust. And, you know, showing that or pairing that filmmaker and a multitude of architects in Los Angeles to to tell this amazing visual narrative. Um, so, you know, I think if, if you're a filmmaker out there, the first thing you should be doing is is, is looking for an architect who, um, and, you know, together you can you can tell that story. Um, so they can go to this website, right? Blueprint for yeah. Better. Yeah, org. Right. Yeah. And go there, and then you can begin to sort of figure out how it is you're going to the submission process but you're to your point hook up with someone an architect and start talking to them and that's not how would you suggest people the filmmakers is do they just open up a phone book or is it, is it what what would be a, a a good way to kind of connect with architects in, in their area is that you know, i think um probably the easiest way to, to find an architect would be to look up your local component of the American Institute of Architects, the AIA. Okay. Um, there are hundreds of components around the country, okay. and um, it, it's very likely. Well, it, it's it, it's a certainty that there is one in, in your neighborhood, and if you call them, um, their office or their volunteers will, will um, let you know who the architects are in your region. Um, so that, that that might be one thing. I, why you could look at the buildings that you admire in your community, find out who right. designed those, and um, um, now that that would be my first suggestion. Okay, and there's no shortage of the work being done in communities for the underserved, for the underprivileged, for the people who are in dire need of help. There's no shortage yeah. of those projects, those people who are in architects are, as you say, are often involved in a, a new housing project, in a in a, a building of a maybe a government building that is there to serve uh, social services. There are all kinds of opportunities uh, in relation to what you're trying to get to, which is where do we need help and how yeah. does that intersect with the, the work of the architecture community? Is, I mean, is that right? Is yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I, I'm just sort of going through the previous winners here. Um, yeah. The 2016 prize winner actually uh, emanated from uh, an academic 
project, um, a uh, grad school class who were designing a uh, summer camp for uh, uh, children with needs and, um, and and how how the architects and, and the students were involved in that. So, you know, in addition to, you know, perhaps looking at your local AIA component, perhaps also look to your local architecture school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, there are over 100 of those in the United States, so very likely that there's one in your state and close to you. Well, and from I can speak personally as someone who worked at L.A. County Public Works, there are dozens and dozens of projects that Public Works is involved with and other yeah. agencies within the county, Camp Kilpatrick up in the Malibu uh, Canyon area, uh, which, which was essentially a, deten- a, a teen detention, juvenile detention center that they've turned into a, a multifaceted uh, opportunity for people, for youth at risk into turning their lives around, not in just in so many different ways. And the architects involved with that did a tremendous job of that, of building that, putting that together. So there are dozens of opportunities just within Los Angeles and here in Orange County where we're speaking. So uh, for your, if you're, if you have a camera and a, and a dream and you know what you're doing, because these are really well-made films that I, that I've seen on the site yeah. Um, to put on, you know, put on your A game and get out there because, uh, first of all, uh, highlighting these things is in and of itself a great thing. Make bringing attention to the good work that's being done by itself is noteworthy and certainly would look good on anyone's resume. But also, really putting yourself up against some very good filmmakers and see how you see how you stack up. Yeah, it is a great story about Brad Deal, the filmmaker of that 2016 winner. Um, they, they won the film and they were showing it in their community. Their, um, the feedback that they received from that um, precipitated a little fundraising campaign that more than exceeded um, their expectations and actually enabled another project to be built. And they built an, uh, another project the following year, mm. which they also made a film about, which was last year's runner-up. So, you know, not only... Are these films sort of recordings uh, of great stories, but they're the precipitators of the next great stories. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And and again, you know, this kind of uh, storytelling um, is forces you as a filmmaker to be to tell your story concisely, creatively. Short films are a great training ground for a filmmaker yeah. because you you you're forced the, the parameters of the time span make you better at what you do, telling your story. Visually uh, and and in all other ways, so uh, it's it's uh, yeah on that level alone, it's it's also a great opportunity for you. Well, well, Peter, I, Peter, actually, thank you um, again. Uh, this is a ter- terrific program, and it's fantastic to see architects involved in archi- and doing what they do so well. Uh, you know. It, it's it's terrific. I, I'm I'm happy for you as your organization and for this group. So uh, once again, Blueprint for Better, and uh, check it out at the BlueprintforBetter.org website. And uh, thank you to Peter Exley for for stopping by here to talk about this program and the great work that architects do. Um, I really appreciate your time, Peter. Well, thank you very much, and we look forward to uh, a long-standing relationship with the. Uh, filmmakers in L.A. and around the country. Thank you. Thank you so much. Again, uh, the American Institute of Architecture 
the at-large director, uh, Peter Exley, also the creative producer for the Blueprint for Better. Thank you for being here on Film School. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.